morning, everybody. This is Jonetta at They Did Not Get the Memo. There are two subjects that are really, I really have to say something about. Number one, I heard on the news in the car uh, about the homeless, the lady in charge of homeless, uh, I guess it's a committee, resigned. And the news reporter was saying that uh, it's a thankless job, that four people in total have resigned. They know what the problem is. Nobody wants to deal with the solution. Um, I cannot say this enough. This is America. There should be nobody, I mean nobody, not unless it's their choice, living on the sidewalk in tents. Um, People on my income level, we notice buildings going up every day, all day, everywhere. Under the under the skies, disguise, I'm saying, that they're, to my knowledge, building housing for people to get off the streets. But when a person... Uh, with low income and with subsidies apply for these apartments, they're turned down. And here's the thing. Some of the uh, tech companies have left California because of the high rents. Um, You know, as human beings, you can't control humans. Um, let me back up. First of all, my shows are unrehearsed. These are just my opinions. And opinions are like, but everybody's got one. You don't have to agree with me. Now, going forward. Um, there is buildings going up all over the place. Uh... What can I say? Um, I've it took me a long time to find a place. The pandemic lowered the rent on some places because nobody uh, was working to afford the rents. Well, not nobody, but the majority of the people uh, were out of jobs, which means it, they can't pay rent. So vacancies came up. So these people at these high-end buildings decided to lower their rents. Um, you know, there's more important things than money. One of them is health. That's the first thing. Because without health, you can't earn any money. So health should be the most important thing in a person's mind. But getting back to housing, the solution is, and I, I know some people don't conduct themselves as if they want to live inside. We're not talking about those people. Some of those people prefer 
to live outside. But there's plenty of housing for everybody in this country. If the people who own these properties would get off their damn high horse and be a human being and let people move in. Um, You know, we should be embarrassed as Americans because people are constantly trying to come here for a better life. Uh, And when the people that are already here are living on the sidewalk, I don't get it. Uh, We've been in this country as African Americans over 200 years. The majority of us can't, can't own property. It's not accessible to us. But I bet you if we could, we'd be the best property owners there ever was. Um, the solution to the homelessness is for people to get off their high horse and let people move in. Um, I know they got to get paid. I know they got to pay their mortgage. Um, another thing some people need to uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what their intentions are I guess to make a quick book because you know there's a, a popular thing of buying property and flipping it you know these people that are doing that are not concerned about the client they're not concerned about the tenant they're not concerned about nothing but making money And, you know, greed is one of the sins in the Bible. Greed and gluttony. And, you know, I've observed over my years of renting properties that the people that own property, is something wrong with them mentally. Because I'm not saying every person that owns property. Some there are some beautiful property owners that are, are so humane it's 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 intoxifying. But then the ones that are well are gluttonous and greed uh, they make the best victims, you know, because <laughs> of greed. But I'm I'm not saying they should be victims. I'm saying they should play ball. They should work with the communities. If I I know they don't want the homeless, they're concerned about the homeless situation, just as long as it's not in their neighborhood. You know, one thing affects another. Um, Adjustable rents for uh, people to move inside, and that way they're constantly making money. Um, and I understand I worked at social services. There are some people who do not want subsidized people in their properties. I don't blame them because some of them would tear the hell out of their property. I understand that. But income doesn't make a person a better tenant. Uh, I'm trying to go somewhere without offending anybody or pissing anybody off. Look, there's property here. There's property being built. Let people move in. Get them off the sidewalk. Everybody's going to make some money. Uh, The tax dollars that we pay uh, could help subsidize these people. 
But if they're expecting to become multi-millionaires by owning property, since this pandemic, uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic, I don't see it happening. And it's going to be a long while before things get back to normal. But there is no reason why people should be on the sidewalk. There, I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how they, the people that own these properties would rather uh, lose their property rather than to rent it to somebody who's low income. Because if you're on the sidewalk, you better believe you're old, low income. Not unless, you know, there have been cases where um, people were homeless pushing a grocery cart and they passed away and they had over $100,000 in their grocery cart, you know? Um, I, the solution is really simple. If people get their heads out their butts and start thinking about people instead of profit. Um, I know, I know, they're not building these buildings to give them away. I understand that. But I know there are enough agencies, enough people that are uh, helping that it could balance itself out, you know? As long as the mortgage is paid, that's what's important. As long as the rent is paid, that's what's important. Um, when I was in uh, a, 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 a way, they taught me to ask myself, what's my priority? That has been my check and balance for my behavior in terms of housing. What's my priority? My priority is to keep a roof over my head. Okay, so that means that I have to do the things that will keep a roof over my head. <sighs> you can't have it both ways. There are people losing property. There are people losing businesses. It's just all bad. It's all bad. But if everybody worked together with um, compassion, I know, it's, it, maybe it's unrealistic, but I seem to think that if everybody do all that they can do to get people off the street and dealing with people that's been on the street so long, I'm sure by now they have mental issues. They have um, environmental issues. They have issues all together. Um, there's a thin line. When I was homeless, I discovered... There's a thin line between being human and turning into an animal. And the longer that a person is out on the sidewalk, the more they turn into an animal because it's survival of the fittest. And you know what's amazing? That when a person's down and out, there's always somebody in there trying to push them down further. There is nowhere to to go when you're already on the ground. The only place to go is up. So... Uh, if people who own these properties with these deep pockets could just get that greed demon out of their system and get the compassion in their system without hurting themselves, 
because we don't want to sacrifice anybody for the sake of housing. But if everybody worked together as teammates, I'm sure there's so many people out there on the sidewalk that would gladly appreciate being inside. Now, briefly about me, when I was homeless, I ended up in an SRO. And I couldn't get out of there for 15 years. Finally, they decided to give me a, a Section 8 voucher. I'm just realizing that I have a refrigerator. I can buy uh, from the uh, butcher these package deals where uh, for $49.59 or $99, you can get a, a bulk of meats like chicken, uh, sausages, uh, steaks, uh, pork. I don't eat pork, but you know, you, I just realized the other day I could boil an egg because I have a stove. So I eat healthier so that I don't become a burden on the health system. All these things are connected. You know, the more that people are outside, the more they turn into animals, the more they have health is- and mental issues, then they have to go to the medical professionals, and it's all related. Everything is connected to everything else. Um, darn it. I'm trying to keep this thought flowing, but I send a plea out to all property owners. You know... They're just going to push homelessness from one city to the other, from one neighborhood to the other, until they actually do something about it. It's not going to go away. You know, I said uh, when uh, the people with uh, mental disabilities, you know, schizophrenia and all that stuff, when Reagan, people forgot about Reagan closing down the mental institutions. And then you, I always said that, you know, people that are mentally ill can act normal long enough to have sex. So now we got three generations of people going on four generations of people who have mental disabilities because their parents, um, three generations back, was let out of the mental institution and they could act normal long enough to have sex. I know it sounds crazy, but... It's true, (laughs) but everything is connected to everything else. So you, you know, the lack of housings connect to mental illness, connect to medical treatments, and all that puts a strain on our economy. You know, all of that. If people just act right, just um, have some compassion the haves, have some compassion towards the have-nots. You know, our need for uh, mental uh, treatment and things of that nature, housing, all of that stuff would decrease. But nobody wants wants to play ball. Nobody wants to help solve the solution. Uh, anyway, it just upset me when I heard that on the, the news about 
everybody, not everybody, the people that are running the homeless committees or homeless agencies uh, get, uh, they, they, they don't want to put in the, the uh, time and effort to solve the problem. And uh, it's like that garbage bar, what you call it? It was running around, uh, not running around. There was a, a island of trash that's floating in the water. Actually, I can go back to when New York uh, sent a barge with garbage on it, and they sent it from one city to another by water, and nobody wanted to take it. Uh, I wonder what happened to that barge. Where is that garbage now, uh, 40 years later? It's the same thing with homeless. You push them from Berkeley, you push them to Oakland, you push them to you know, uh, Walnut Creek, and, 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 you know, the nicer neighborhoods don't tolerate homelessness. But it's not going to go away until somebody actually does something about it. There's empty warehouses. There are buildings that people have lost that can be turned into housing for people that are down on their luck. It's so much creativity that can be done to get people off the streets. Now, I'm home. I'm watching television. I see commercials about SPCA. They're talking about the animals, and I love animals. But right now, people should be on television advocating for help for the homeless, not for animals. You know, God gave us all, all the things we need to take care of ourselves, especially the animals. He gave them everything they need to take care of themselves. Uh, man has kind of interrupted that uh, uh, gift that God gave the animals. But, you know, uh, it, what is it called? Survival of the fittest? You know, I guess you could say that about housing. But we're human beings. They should be putting effort into uh, advertising the neglect and the suffering of people that's living on the sidewalk in tents. I'm not talking about the people who want to live in tents. I'm talking about people like myself that are inside people that want to continue to be inside. There is a solution if everybody would just play ball. There's so many vacant warehouses because people that have gone out of business. I'm sure people can pay a dollar rent. Hell, they can panhandle a dollar rent. You know, it doesn't pay the mortgage, but this is a special uh, situation. It's not about profit right now. It's about saving human lives especially American lives, lives that couldn't be productive. When I was out there, I saw people who were geniuses at providing themselves a comfortable place. This one guy was staying in a carport one in East Oakland. It was uh, the, the cement carports behind a building for parking. 
and he had carpeting, he had electricity, he had television, a stove, everything. You know, when I was homeless, I said, Ooh, I wish you would build me one of these. All you got to do is find somewhere, you, you know, it was cement on three sides. The fourth side, he had a curtain up because it was a carport. But it was so creative. You don't know how many talented people are living in tents on the sidewalk that can contribute to a lot of things that we need done in this country. Okay, that's all I got to say about that. And this is one of the longest podcasts that I've made. The second subject I want to talk about is ever since the Asians have been attacked, uh, and I I think a majority of the attacks are by, uh, well, not really. I can't put a race on, uh, on the attackers, but... You know, when Martin Luther King was trying to protest against racism, a lot of people at the risk of their own safety got on board. Um, Now the Asians are the official ones being attacked now. They have never stopped attacking black people in one way or another, financially, environmentally, mentally, but now that the Asians are being attacked, it's all over the news. We're not going to take it no more, uh, yada, yada, yada. You know, God always gives people understanding. You know, you can go on doing what you're doing, but eventually, by and by, he will give you Understanding whether you believe in God or not. Uh, now Asians are feeling the heat from discrimination. They've never had to because they had light skin. They could acculturate because of their eyes. They could not assimilate like black people. Um... We need to be with them and protesting about racism. But if you don't understand racism, (laughs) you will never be able to... uh, I, I said that wrong. If you never had racism done to you as a people, you'll never understand the repercussions of racism. It does nothing for your self esteem. Not unless you have a a constant uh, reminder that you are somebody, you are important, you do not deserve to uh, be singled out because of your differences, that you are a human being and you deserve to be treated as such. Not because you look different, but because of your character, you should be treated as a human being with compassion. And I I grew up, I was a little girl when Martin Luther King uh, was doing the marches and things where they put dogs on us and fire hoses on us and uh, lynched us, whether it was a child, woman, or man, or baby. 
They had no compassion for us as African Americans. No tolerance for us as African Americans. And I don't condone attacks on anybody. I don't condone attacks on Asian seniors. I don't condone attacks on seniors, period. Um, It just seems different for the Asians than it did for African Americans. You know? It seems different. Uh, You know, what I'm trying to say is Asians have been on the side of Caucasians in terms of discriminating against African Americans or people of African descent. Um, now that I don't know how to how to how to phrase this. Like I said, I didn't rehearse it. Now they're being attacked. And um I put a plea out. This makes my fourth plea on my podcast. That African Americans cut out the attacks on Asians. We are the two oldest civilizations on this planet. We should be embracing each other instead of attacking each other. Uh... It just seems different when I watch the news with Asians on uh, television protesting against being uh, discriminated against because of the pandemic, because the uh, COVID-19 started in China. Um, They tried to say that uh, I heard, well, it's gossip. I don't know how true it is. But I, I, I heard that they tried to say that uh, AIDS came from uh, Africans having sex with monkeys. You know how ridiculous that sounds? About as ridiculous as it sounds that all Asians are responsible for COVID. Do you know how strong a monkey is? <laughs> I wish a per- a human being don't have to be Africans. I wish a human being luck in trying to have sex with a a uh, with a, a a monkey. I wish them luck. Their face would get ripped off. First of all, they have strength of ten men. So I don't know who put that out there, but it was just ridiculous. But the fact that the uh, COVID-19 came from, was it Hunan, China? I forget the name of it, but it came from somewhere in China. You know, it would be nice if the Chinese would have shared that information with us when it first um, came out. It would have been nice if the Chinese had um, shared the fact that... um, it was going to spread like it did. But from my understanding that it was, nobody said anything in China to us. Uh, 
Nobody said anything. So, what does that say? Uh, anyway, I'm just trying to say that it just seems different. This standing on the podium about attacks on Chinese. This is new. Uh, This is just recent. But we've been, as African Americans, been attacked in all shapes, forms uh, for over 200 years. And we did nothing to nobody. Um, It just feels different. Like I said before, I am not condoning attacking anybody of any race. This just feels different. Um, It would be nice if African Americans or people of African descent and Asians would embrace each other instead of attacking each other. Thank God for those that uh, came up with the vaccines. Excuse me. Thank God for that. Um, But uh, attacking Asians serve no purpose. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Apparently they did not get the memo. And uh, I love you guys, no matter what color you are. And there's nothing you can do about it. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye.